Okay, um, I lost in shambles. What's up, homies? Um, yeah, welcome. This is the last, 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 last episode of the season. That's so sad. Um, <laughs> welcome to the Two Cents Podcast. Um, podcast. I am Les, uh, or as I like to call it now, the Personal Problems Podcast, <laughs> where for the first 10 minutes I just complain about my life and then get onto some random topic. And I'm going to do it again. Uh, my life's in shambles currently, but it's it's nothing to, nothing to worry about. Um, I hope you guys are well. Uh, I hope you guys are keeping well. I'm just like... <laughs> I've spent the last week since last week's episode just thinking about the world and uh, thinking about myself and it's prompted me to go off <laughs> go off of social media. I just can't handle it. I absolutely can't handle it. Like I was thinking about my life earlier. Um just where I am and I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Like why am I actually like not here, but why am I actually like going through any of this? And not to say that, yeah, like you can tell me all the, all the life lesson stuff and listen, I know it. All right. Just allow me to ponder sometimes. Cause when I ponder and I ask myself these questions, sometimes I discover new things. So it's not necessarily to figure out why I'm here suffering or feel like I'm suffering. It's for me to discover new things and new ideas. And that happens. All right. Um, I don't constantly need to be like, oh, it's too, you know, like you suffer you to learn a lesson and, you know, you can come out a better person. Like, I know, right? I know. I'm very well aware of the many life lessons we can learn from, from our pain and suffering. But sometimes it just feels like shit. So I want to ask myself, like, why am I here? Then there's a deeper spiritual understanding for myself. Maybe I can find within that. Um... Yeah, I like pondering and asking myself questions. If you don't do it, you should sometimes. I know something you can go a little crazy when you do so. So I wouldn't advise it if you do spiral quite easily. Because I do sometimes. I'll ask questions and I spiral some deep hole and I'll just conclude that <laughs> life is shit and there's no point to being here. But yeah, do ask yourself questions sometimes. Not to find an answer necessarily, but merely just to ponder. Sometimes you don't need to find answers for things. Um, you can just, just you can f you can spend your life discovering and never finding the answer. You know, scientists have scientists in some fields have asked the question for however many years, and they still haven't found the answers to why this things happens, or you know, or whatever whatever scientists do. They they scientists just spend their lives like asking themselves questions. How does this thing work? Why does this thing work like this? And a lot of the time they may never find the answer. Um, the Big Bang Theory, still it is still today, it is still quite a theory. It's still a theory. People are still trying to ponder why the Big Bang Theory exists um, and why the Big Bang happened or if it happened even, in fact. Um, and that's what a lot of... <laughs> I'm thinking like I know some people here like the Big Bang what the, the TV show what no no the science theory look it up fucking idiots and I'm joking you guys are lovely I didn't know actually I didn't know this 
um, the Big Bang Theory. Uh, I when did I discover this? I think I started watching the Big Bang Theory, the show, like in like when I started watching it. Um, when was it like 2014, 2015? That's when I started watching the show. And I was like, oh, that's a cool name for a show. And I wonder, I wonder how they came up with that. Like, because I either it was just some witty comment, like some witty like name, like some quirky name, just like for a show. And like, oh, that's, that's interesting. Like, that's nice. And I Googled it and I, oh, there's an actual Big Bang Theory. They actually spoke about it like in the actual, in one of the actual episodes, like what the Big Bang Theory. I was like, oh, that's so interesting. And just this idea of how life started, which is fascinating. You see, but you'll find like within the Big Bang Theory, they found so many things, other things, you know, but not the actual answer to the to the actual theory. <laughs> or maybe uh, maybe they have and I'm just not caught up. But the last time I looked it up or the last I've heard, there wasn't, you know, there wasn't like a definite answer that they could point to. Um, they probably and some scientists will never know. They'll spend their lifetime and they'll just never know. You know, they'll die not knowing and that's OK. So anyways, back to what I was saying, spend your life, sometimes it's okay to just ask questions and never find the answer. Um, there's a less life lesson for you guys. Nobody gives a shit about my life lessons. It literally doesn't matter, but <laughs> hey, it's, it's cool, man. So anyways, guys, um, this is the last episode of the season. Um, it's not the last episode of the podcast is just the last episode of the season. Um, I wanted to try this season format out and I don't like it. Um, I really do not like it. So from now on, I don't know. It just, I tried the structured format and my whole life just doesn't, I, I can't do structure. I structure builds walls for myself and I feel like I can't explore outside of those walls. So I'm just breaking down these walls of structure and I'm just going to do what I want to do. So I'm just from, so the very next episode won't be a season. It'll just be an episode. And that's just how I'll continue. Therefore, when I do miss an episode, <laughs> um, if it happens or if I do miss like, or something happens, I don't feel like I need to, it kind of, I kind of feel bad sometimes. So, um, I don't know if I'm making sense, but basically like I, I don't, I just want to keep going. I don't want to feel like I need to keep within this and then plan for this and this and this. I might just come with a random episode with a random topic, not might, I will just come with a random topic and I'll just talk for an hour and we'll just go through new things. Cause I wanted to see how the structure thing was going to work. And it, it's, it's been okay. I'm not like, it's not been like bad or anything, but I want to just, I like the idea of just, you know, coming up every week just spontaneously with a new thing and it's just like hey guys like so we're going to talk about this this week and we're just going to cover like weekly things that'll be a lot better for me because sometimes i have a lot of things to talk about i don't really know like how to talk about it where to go you know like i can't go to my friends for everything you know we just be like hey dude like have you seen this and i, I, know, I might as well just talk about it with something like you guys it's just me alone you know and like nothing else. So also, um, I'm also going to start having guests, 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 guests from, um, from the next episode, by the way, the next episode will be in about four weeks from the time this goes up. 
uh, I just need a break for myself. I've been doing this consistently for eight weeks, which is very impressive for myself because I don't, I'm not really like a consistent person when it comes out to, when it comes to like pushing things out. So for me to do this is kind of impressive. I only missed one day in the episode, in the eight episodes, I missed one day because I, I was just too tired to record it on a Tuesday. And I was like, I'm going to do this on a Wednesday. I'm not recorded, but put it out on a Tuesday. So I'll just, I'm going to do it on the Wednesday and it's fine. So out of seven out of eight weeks, that's impressive. That's really impressive. So unless I actually have missed an episode and I don't know, this is, time doesn't exist. I'm, I might like my understanding of time right now is very warped. Um, it's been a bad week guys. I, I can't emphasize this enough. It's been a bad week, <laughs> but anyways, um, yeah, so I, we'll start having guests just random people got to bring up my friends people i'll contact and just you know just be like hey let's talk about this if you wanna and they're like okay cool or no you're not popular enough you don't have enough clout for me (laughs) uh and i totally will get that under i i I most definitely will get that once i start contacting people and just be like (laughs) they're like oh no sorry like uh it's going to bring down my brand and i don't think like I don't think this is good enough for me. So, hey, I'm just going to shoot my shot with some people. Um, and then one day I'll bring that into my love life. <laughs> Will I? I'm lying to you guys. I won't, but <laughs> it's cool. So, yeah, that's that's just a quick update for you guys. So it's not the end of this podcast, right? I just need a four-week break just from everything. Um, I just, I just want to focus on some other stuff. I'm working on some shit right now which I'll probably will get back, which I'll probably stop and then get back to in like two months time. But it's whatever. I'm just working on some shit. I want to do some other stuff. And then, um, yeah, I'll come back to this podcast fresh and new, uh, maybe a new look to, um, the, the green and blue is cool. But I, I like, again, I like changing things up. So yeah. Oh, I've just spent 10 minutes talking about nothing really <laughs> just absolute nothing but anyways um i don't even get to, i don't even tell you guys what we're talking about today um so we are talking about private the black experience and i fucked that up already <laughs> i fucked it up already so we are talking about the private school experience for black people yep the black experience in private school and ho nelly i am so well versed in this because i've i'm not flexing anything i'm just saying i've spent my whole life basically in private school different private schools um well i say different private schools i spent one year i spent i spent 11 years of my schooling life in one school but it was a private school so um yeah, but this is besides the point. Um, I will give you my experience. I'll give you the other experiences I've seen in, for other people. Um, but I'll give you an overall. I can't cover everything because, um, I don't know, I've been to very small schools, so it will slightly differ. But I think regardless if you have been in these experiences, these are more general experiences. Um, like if you're in a white, even if you do, you aren't in a public school, right. I will give you like this. You'll probably relate to this regardless, um, as a black person or just as a nun, this episode also, just another thing isn't necessarily, this topic isn't necessarily for just black people, specifically like black, black identity, but more so of non-white experiences, let me say. 
um, but I can give you like a personal black experience. But I, you, you might find for yourself that a lot of a lot of you might relate with this, whether you were necessarily in like a private school or in a more public school. Um, but I'm gonna focus specifically on like sort of like the subtle differences that you find in private schools specifically um, that you sort of find in this eliteness of private schools. Uh, you'll see it's a uh, or you'll hear. It's kind of crazy, not crazy, but it's, it's, it's ridiculous. Um, but yeah, um, I spent enough time talking. Let's just get on to it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> cool. All right. So just quickly before I, <laughs> before I start talking about this. It's actually kind of links with my with my topic, but I just quickly want to get onto this. There's someone from EFF. <laughs> so, you know, there's this whole clicks thing going on right now, which is absolutely fucking shitty, by the way. Fuck clicks. I've like a big fuck you to clicks. That was a shitty advert. Like, I'll get onto this a bit more once I talk about like this whole overall topic, but Anyway, so so EFF were doing their thing, fucking trashing stores around the country, trashing click stores around the country. So, anyways, now there's just been a big hoo ha about hoo ha. There's been a whole big hoo ha on the internet about it, um, and <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so someone at EFF. Um, it says your officer of the secretary general, uh, hold on, let me just plug it in my laptop. Um, <clears throat> so they sent a letter to workmen's attorneys, which is, um, you know, this law firm in Santon and whatever that, that clicks is a, is a client of, um, <laughs> and it's so simple. It, it simply reads, dear Mr. Anelengidi. Your racist lawyers of Praveen Gordon and your racist client clicks can go to the <laughs> can go to the nearest hell. Oh my god. And then it just says black dignity or death. We will we shall overcome. Bro <laughs> Do you understand how fucking I mean, I understand the anger to tell someone to go to the nearest hell. <laughs> that is an official statement, by the way. It is not some tweet from one of... This is an official statement on a letterhead, an A4 letterhead that says, go to the nearest hell. Man, this year is too fucking crazy. Um... Yeah, just the whole thing is absolutely fucking shitty. Um, this whole clicks thing. It's ridiculous. Uh, like, okay, right. I'm just trying to... I wanted to fathom this. So I didn't see... I think I was off my phone for the for majority of the day. Um, Sorry, I'm like trying to adjust my chair. So I was off like the internet for like most of the day. So I didn't really understand what this clicks thing was about. I just got on Twitter... Um. I just got onto Twitter real quick and I was scrolling. I was like, why is everyone angry at clicks? Like what did clicks do? Right. And then, so I just asked randomly on my, on my Twitter, like what happened? And then someone, they, they sent me the screen, someone sent me the screenshots and I was like, Oh, I was like, that is bad. 
Like that is super bad and not in like a, oh, that's like a real bad. That is like fucking shitty. Do you understand as someone that as a company, as an entire company in black South Africa to tell black women that they, I'm trying to find those screenshots again, that their hair is, what is it? Let me look for it real quick. Cause I was so fucking like taken aback by this to tell black women, right? that their hair is dry and damaged. And then right below that, you put a picture of a white woman that says fine and flat hair. That is like a fucking joke. And not in a good funny joke. That is like a you're fucking shitting me kind of joke. Like you're actually taking the piss. And then, right, this wasn't the only one. Then there's another one that goes frizzy and dull hair right with a picture of a black woman with um with 4c hair and then right in the in the picture below is some white woman with her fancy fucking whatever stolen braids that says normal hair bitch excuse me no 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 i am not going to let by the way the the I, I quickly tried to just quickly look at look this up. Who's the CEO of Clicks and whatever? And it's some fucking man who I have no idea understands what like this company actually. I'm pretty sure like no man go, walks into Clicks and says, you know what? I am looking for I'm looking for products for myself. Dude, men don't take care of themselves. I don't think you understand this. Men don't take care of themselves. So why is a man the CEO of Clicks? Like, can we just, why is a man the CEO of a, of, I get that it's a pharmacy company too, but you're also selling like beauty products in there, skin products in there. You're selling like things people rely on to take care of themselves. And you, you've put a man in that position. Men do not take care of themselves. So why is a man running this entire thing? (laughs) Whatever, right? this was just absolutely like fucking awful do you understand like just the absolute like do you understand the the racist idea that this perpetuates that black women who have been struggling in their own country for decades that they that their hair has been told oh your hair is not normal or your hair is too dry you must put your hair like this or you this is what you can do to take care of your nasty looking hair do you understand black women have been suffering for years not just in south africa but globally but specifically in south africa where black women have been fighting for how long right now for however long to tell for people to like for people to understand that their hair is just their hair it is not this this overly dry and whatever 4c hair is is 4c i have it i like it dries quickly that is just the natural state of the hair that is just how like different hair has different hair properties and that's okay but it it doesn't mean it's not normal normal you can't you can't tell me that this idea of whiteness and white hair is quote normal hair that is just a fucking racist idea like you're going to tell me that my hair is not normal or let me not let me not say me let me say black woman you're going to tell women that their hair is not normal because it's not like this and it's not shaped like this and it doesn't flow like this and it doesn't feel like this and the texture is not like this fuck you you stupid ass fucking company do you understand this perpetuate the systemic this 
by the way, this is a systemic idea. This this whole idea is a systemic idea. And I'm gonna get onto my topic now. I'm sorry. I'm going on a bit of a rant here on this whole, but it, I am going to get onto this this idea in school specifically. <clears throat> so you're trying to tell me that this idea, this 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 idea of but this is a white supremacy idea, by the way, that their hair is normal and black women's is not. That is just a white supremacy idea. Upholding these white supremacist ideas in a modern day society is not is not the progressive is not this progressive idea at all. It is absolutely going. It's not going backwards because we're kind of be, we've been here for decades. You know, to to imply that something that is going backwards, it would have had to move forward for years. And yes, there's been a bit of progress, but overall, like unless we've completely like like torn down this idea of white supremacy completely not this idea this whole entire oppressive system of white supremacy we've made absolutely no strides you see and i think it's just because people tend to think that oh we've made so much progress in the last few years and yes in certain areas yes but for the fact that in these very powerful systems that kind of run our lives for them to still uphold these these racist ideas we've clearly made zero progress absolutely no progress whatsoever and this gets on to my topic my actual topic which i was supposed to start talking about <laughs> nine minutes ago is the fact that the same idea is upheld in private schools right now up private schools are are the same systems that do uphold white white supremacy like let's just let's just think about this for a second right these elite schools i'm going to i'm going to compare i'm going to use these ideas of the elite schools i never went to like these elite south african schools um the very well known ones the ones with the expensive fees and stuff my private schools have always been very small like the biggest school i've ever been in was like like my high school I, my my whole my whole school like the 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 school i went to from grade 1 until grade 11 or for my first 11 years, because it wasn't technically grade 11, whatever, was at most, I think there were like 350 students at that school. Now, that's just like, that is, I've been in pretty small schools. My my my, my previous school last year, um, that was what, like, we were 150 max. It was like, it was a very small school, like in size and in capacity we're a very small school so i haven't been to these elite schools but i know how they operate i've watched them operate i have people who go to these schools i know people who go to the schools you see them how they're operating you don't have to sort of necessarily experience these schools or experience any sort of you don't have to really experience anything to sort of get an idea of what it's like you see so anyways <clears throat> these private schools are built off of white supremacy these elite schools they are they are built off of white supremacy all right and white supremacy is not this i know a lot of people tend to think of white supremacy as this sort of um you know white supremacy like oh yeah um like oh, white people are so much better than everyone else so we'll kill like it's not this very aggressive and violent idea right it is it, you will find you'll find white supremacy and not just white privilege white privilege is more of a manifestation of white supremacy but white supremacy as an idea as a systemic idea right is upheld um is um 
is you'll find it in such little things such as um white such as these this clicks this clicks thing just simply white people telling you our hair is normal and your hair is not those simple things is that's what white supremacy is so when you find these in schools where people are growing where people are spending most of their their first like most of their childhood lives we don't spend them at home we spend most of our childhood lives at at school we need to remember this we spend eight to nine hours sometimes you spend 10 hours if you have extracurricular things or whatever at school learning for 12 years 12 years you spend like you know I'm sorry, I'm like hitting my. You spend so much time at school. Like we spend our lives, the first twelve years of our lives, at school. So can you imagine what black people have to go through, or non-white people? Let me say, non-white people have to go through in these schools. You have to for them to, for them to be telling you, oh, you have to tie your hair like this. If you're not, you're breaking the school's code of conduct on hair and whatever. Your hair, your hair can't be in an afro because it looks like this and it's distracting. No, 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 no. All these shitty ideas of what hair should look like. Do you understand? Like that is that is the experience of black people in school. That is the experience of black women in school, right? And I can't look at like me right i i was looked at as a male right regardless of my gender identity i was looked at as a male i was looked at as a as like the, as a guy i'd never had the black woman experience right and there's privilege in that and while i feel kind of fortunate i shouldn't be fortunate to be to be treated less shittier than someone else you know especially when it, it definitely shouldn't be happening like it should not be something oh i i should be grateful for being you shouldn't be great it's bare minimum imagine if your man was like oh yeah i'm sorry i did like i didn't abuse you today so that's something right no like imagine like someone mentally tortures you for for days for, for years or however long and then they have one day it's like oh no but i was away yesterday so i didn't mentally torture you so surely our relationship is fine no fuck you I'm going through some shit right now and you're and you're telling me oh but this is one day that's how you you give you like you tell people that you mentally abuse and it is mental abuse this thing this idea of perpetuating white supremacy in, in schools it is mental abuse to tell for for, how, for the 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 number of years that they spend there it's mental it's torture just have to go there know you're going to have a shitty experience and then giving them little things or little sort of um what's the, what's the phrase um what when you sort of give them little things to sort of make them feel better like uh, we know we care about being diverse and sending out these shitty statements that have absolutely no hold like absolutely like nothing in there it's just these empty statements just these look we are going to pretend like we actually care about these people that are are trying to grow up and learn in our schools like for the amounts of money that these people pay for these elite schools, they shouldn't be to be treated shittily like this this shit at all. They shouldn't be treated shit as all. At they shouldn't be tra- treated shit as at all. But for the fact that they have to go through this for twelve years, bro, and they're spending this much money. <laughs> of course they're angry of course black women are angry dude i don't mean to talk about this in such a ranty way like such angry i didn't expect myself to be this angry 
I'm not angry. I'm just a bit like I'm. I, I'm. I'm more expressive. I'm expressive. It's getting so hot. Hold on. I need to take off my jacket. Cause whew, okay. Yeah, I'm not. I'm just sort of expressing how I'm feeling about this, and it's not anger. It's more of just this frustration with people not getting this idea that, like, the the experience of being black in these schools is not easy at all and i know i i don't want to speak too much for black women i'm just using like a i'm trying to give an example of of what i've heard from black women and their experience to show you like as a contrast like like what they go through every day and me I'm, i'll speak more of my personal experiences too just little things like going to some days right I never really combed my hair going to school. Um, and I have like frizzy, like um, not frizzy, but I have 4C hair. Um, and 4C hair naturally dries up real quick, right? That's just the, na- the, the natural state of the hair. There's nothing wrong with that, right? Um, so like if you don't like moisturize it, it dries up like like super fucking quick, right like it and when it's dry it does it is a bit difficult to manage but whatever so sometimes I, I just never combed it fully let me say that and I would go to school but this was both in my schools this one my two schools right this is specifically in high school my two schools were like you'd you'd have these white women my my white my white school by the way high schools are run by these white women who or these white people who think they know black people and it's just awful my my high school the the one before my previous school right had this is this is serious right out of all the, the teachers like the actual teachers were teaching content right like information out of all of them all of them were white apart from one. And one of them went, was a was a Zimbabwean man. I think I've spoken about him before. He's my absolute favorite. He was, he's, a, he's probably my favorite teacher of, like that I've ever had. He's so much fun. He teaches the content like absolutely amazingly. The Zimbabwean man, right, had to be around these South African white people all the time teaching. Like I'm trying to think of that, just him like and he would always just never like hang out with them obviously like i'm not expecting this this man you know from a foreign country to hang out with these south african white people majority of them are women and then there's this one actually all of them like we had a white we had a white dude teach us for like i don't know how many like two three years then he i kind of got kicked out slash left bit of a complicated story but it was (laughs) yeah it was a bit of a mess but anyways so like just that kind of experience right i was seeing him in sort of me too like myself because in this like just imagine like you he would always sit alone and he would just you know like you'd work like you just mark some stuff like when it's like break time for example or recess as the americans call it he would constantly just you know sit by himself or you know, and play chess, and he he, he wasn't bothered or anything. He wasn't like, um, he wasn't like, oh, no, I don't want to be here or whatever. He wasn't bothered by it. He was just he was keeping to himself, and I respected that man so much. I really did respect that man so so much, just for him keeping himself. He never he never once changed himself. He was just being him. 
Dude, this man was absolutely amazing. I don't want to I don't want to <laughs> derail too much from this, but I quickly want to bring up my favorite quote. I kept some quotes from him that I that I still have today in my in one of this in my one of my Google Docs. Hold on. I'm going to go look for it. It is one of the funniest quotes I've ever heard this man say. Um It was so hilarious. He and like he he was the funniest out of every all the teachers there. Okay, this was it's not the one I was thinking of, but this is one, right? So we were talking about something and whatever, and it was just like Phil, that's not the correct English. And he just goes, The English language is not confusing. The English language is confused. <laughs> when I heard that, I fucking cried in the middle of class. Like this man is just writing on the board. It's like that's not how you spell. It's like it's like full. Like are you confused on how to spell the word? It's like no, I'm not confused. This is how I will spell the word. And then he just goes like, oh the English. I'm not. <laughs> oh, and then he tells us this. The English language is not confusing. The English language is confused. I was crying, absolutely crying at that statement. <laughs> here's the here's the one I was thinking of. So he goes. So someone just asked him. It was like. At the end of our class, he's just like, and he just goes, <laughs> and, there's, and there's someone in our class just goes, do you have any siblings? Um, and the teacher just goes, enough to make a volleyball team. <laughs> just completely, like, no hesitation to say that. I was crying. Like, <laughs> anyways, so... <clears throat> So anyways, um, what was I going to say? Yeah, so my school, um, not, not my not my previous school, the, the, the school before that was run, well, not run, but it was pretty much, the high school department was run by white people, essentially. Um, so constantly, I'm talking about my hair now, I'm sorry, I need to like keep track, I keep derailing. So constantly, sometimes I would just go to school and I would get like, <laughs> comments like sometimes I just have my 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 afro comb in my hair granted i understand it was a bit weird but sometimes i'll just comb my hair like i'll just go to the bathroom sometimes I'll just comb my hair sometimes i just do it outside just you know so i can keep my hair at least somewhat neat you know and these white dude this this lady she's she was the head of department right she would just like yank the fucking like comb out of my hair not like as in pull out straight she would just yank it upwards and out of my hair's like you're unneat what are you doing why are you you look like you're fucking no no i'm lying she, she didn't say like fucking but she's like you you look like you're in the you look like you come from the streets in soweto and i was like i'm like what and the thing is, I've heard this just for decades. Like I've heard this for not decades. I've heard this like for years, just in school, just casually. These, these very, these microaggressions, right? That's the that's the term I was looking for earlier. These microaggressions from white people that you don't even you just pass them off a second as comments like, oh, that's just white people, bro. For years, I just thought like if my head didn't even look slightly presentable in front of these these people or or like. I'm unneat and granted yes all right I'll I'll say this even to black people in general like if you have frizzy, if your hair does look a bit you know yeah like it's not it's not like if your hair kind of looks like this it's a bit messy like I'll give you that but it's for the fact that even if I just have my comb in my hair 
She's like, you're unneeds. It's unprofessional. And 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 and. I'm like, do you understand? Like, it's just a casual thing. Like, just to walk around with a comb. It is like rooted in in quite a, in in black style. Like, people do that. It's not like a crazy thing for people to do. I've been surrounded by people who did that very very casually. And she actually, like, she took away my comb one day and she just kept it for the day. She just, like, so I had to walk around with just this, this, this dirty ass hair. I was like, not dirty, sorry, it's unneat hair, just messy, just, ugh. And my point is that these private schools are just, these very, these private schools specifically are just, schools to uphold white supremacy and that's what not not what we're there for but i know so many people who so many black people so many non-white people essentially who go into these schools and they they go there saying i'm going to make a change i'm going to break down like the system of oppression because you're being oppressed like as a black person you're being oppressed in these in these schools oh my god hold on i'm just um all right hello again sorry i had to (laughs) i just my nose was doing a thing and then my voice was doing a thing and i just went no i need to yeah i'm sorry just okay i'm doing better anyways as i was saying so i've calmed down I'm not going to rant. All right. Um, <clears throat> anyways, so these schools are, these private schools are schools that will continuously uphold white supremacy. And until we go there and break these down, more specifically, it is not black. Like, can I just quickly say, it is not black people's job to go in there and fix and oppress and fix a system that oppresses them like you like when white people like see us like fighting to be treated properly do you think like oh it's their job like they'll take care of it i'm so proud of them for standing up for themselves like do is that what you see because like it is not our job to fix a system that oppresses us because imagine if you were in a shitty relationship and you were tasked with trying to fix that because we feel like we have no cho- choice other than to fight the system and sort of fix the system that oppresses us. Like asking asking people to... <clears throat> asking like people who are being oppressed to fix something that oppresses them is, is also kind of a microaggression in itself. I hope I'm using that correctly. I think I am, right? No, it's not. I, I know I'm not. But it's not like... It's it's kind of a shitty thing to do, and I and I've been thinking for the last while, right? When white people see us struggling in the systems that they oppress, even if you aren't as an individual, you are not part of this oppression, right? You are not doing anything to oppress us or whatever, right? Even when you see that, do you ever consider for yourself how much you're actually doing? Not just talking, right, but doing. Because you can say as much as you can and to say, oh, no, but these people don't deserve to be treated like this. No, no, no. Like, like, personally, to me, that is kind of like the bare minimum. Just to, yeah, like, yeah, they shouldn't be treated like this. No, 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 no. We should be doing better. No, no, no. No. 
right? No. What you should be doing is, in fact, when we say hold, have conversations with your people, do you, I don't think you guys have that enough, right? I'm talking to white people directly here. And I don't know if my fellow black people will agree with me, right? But I sometimes think white people don't have like their own spaces to just talk about. And I don't mean like create their own spaces, like I'm like for like be racist or whatever. I mean, I don't feel like they actively create spaces to talk about these things that they are perpetuating. Like as in I've, I, I've like the only woman I've ever seen in my life who's ever like as a, as like white people just go we're going I'm going to create a space for other white people to learn I'm like me as a white woman or a white person I'm going to create the space for other white people to talk about these issues and how we can not just talk about them but how we can break it down in our own lives and how we can work actively to break this down because it is not our job like as black people to fix this oppressive system at all it's white people who created this it's white people who will fix it because ultimately, like, we just, we just, okay, it's not white people who will fix it, because I don't try, but who have to fix it, let me say have to fix it, because ultimately, we're just here, right, and we're just trying to live our lives, and we have to fight this oppressive system every day, and we need to, we need to sort of just deal with it, right, like, regardless of how active we are fighting against it, we kind of just need to deal with it because it will come to us every day. Just every day you'll deal with these shitty comments or you'll deal with these shitty actions that are taken against you just because you are black. All right. <clears throat> Excuse me. So it is not our jobs as as black people to, to go there and be like, okay, how are we going to fix this? What do we need? We know what needs to be done. We we know what it, what what shitty things we are facing, and we know what shitty and what good things will 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 fix it. You know, but it, again, it's not our jobs necessarily to fix that. It is white people's job. You need to take care of the problem. Your your people fixed, and again. You can say, oh, no, but I never created this and I never, I never did this. And I know, like, I, I've never been racist in my life. I've never said the N-word, blah, 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 All these justifications for yourself to say you're not racist, whatever. You need to go in there. You, as a white person, need to go in, like, I need for once, right? Because I remember, when, remember when I talked about the DSG thing back in, it was like, one of my past episodes, right? I was talking about the, I was talking about the episode, I was talking about like how they were having a protest at their school and I was, and whatever, right? It was a black woman who went there and said enough is enough. And they went and they went and went and they went to go protest at their own school, at their own all girls school and say enough is enough. We want shit to change, right? We want shit to change. And they went there, right? And the one thing that I constantly heard from, from the people who were there, from my friends as well, is that it was just black women out there. And there might have been one or two white white girls out there who, who were with us, who were standing with us. There probably might have not been any. I'm just, I'm giving y'all the benefit of the doubt here. because It's what I remember, but I doubt it at the same time. But I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. <clears throat> and... You need, like, for that to happen, like, it's not like, you can't just say, oh, it's their fight, so they must go at it alone. No, solidarity, I don't, I can't express how important solidarity is. 
do you understand solidarity from the from the oppressor is so important and not just in a in a sort of um in a what's 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 the phrase not in a not in a mm, it's not i'm just not the words not coming up to me right now but not in like a a way that that it benefits you just to say for yourself to justify to yourself that you care not in like yeah i care and i'm and i'm proud of them and you need to say fuck this i'm going to stand with them i'm going to do whatever i can help however i can to go in there and make sure that these people get what they deserve they deserve to be treated properly none and that's what i'm going to work with these people to go to do because do you understand how much privilege just just you as i've seen this actively work live right at a climate protest just for example as a climate protest i almost got arrested right at a climate protest once and if it wasn't for the it was me and my i think i've spoken about this before me and me and my friend we were we were protesting was this this one's a black woman right um we were protesting and we almost got arrested if it wasn't for the white woman or the white women or multiple women who were standing around us right not not in like a but they're just sort of observing what was happening we probably would have been arrested straight up because the guy was like oh, if you ever do this again i'll arrest you all all of you and i'm just like okay you know because we had a right to protest so i don't know what he was on about but if it wasn't for them just standing around us, we probably would have been arrested on the spot. Is this white man coming up to us, you know, going, oh, what are you guys doing? And I've seen it work live for, with my own personal experiences that just white solidarity is so important. And I can't emphasize this enough. When you go in there and you say, listen, it's not fair that these people are being treated like this. You need to change this. If you go into these systems, these these you you go to these people of power. Do you go to the people of power who are running these systems, who are actively doing shit and saying shit that will that will harm these people? You need to go in there and be like, no, this isn't how we're gonna do it. And it doesn't need to be one of you is is a even one of you is significant already when you have so many of you as just white women or just white people just going up to this assist to to these people these people in power saying we're not going to stand for it either we are we are standing in solidarity with these people and this is what we're going to do and this is what we're what we're here to tell you that we're not going to stand for it we want change too we want change for these people and we're going to let them tell you right we're gonna we're gonna let them tell you what they are what they're experiencing because ultimately it is not for you it is not a space for you to speak excuse me it is not a space for you to speak over these people because ultimately you 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 can hear whatever like uh, you can hear whatever you like whatever they say you can you can um hold on excuse me um you can listen to these people you can hear this you can hear their struggles and you can understand their struggles you can empathize with these struggles right 100 percent. but you can't you can absolutely cannot speak for them like i hope i'm making sense here you can't go there and say no 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 like you can you can sort of speak about these things in a this is what they have said right but i'm i cannot speak about their experiences it needs to come from them Am I making sense? I hope I I feel like I'm not covering this properly. It's because what I constantly see, right, is when 
this it's 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 the conversation I've seen so much lately that not conversation it's something I've seen so much lately, especially when we're talking about racism back in like June and um it was when I'd see white people try, like sort of speak over black people because you need to understand where your voice lies, like when, where your, where your voice needs to be in this whole thing. You can't speak for, for saying, oh, oh yeah, the you black people are experiencing this and then, and then, and then, and then you get it wrong. And suddenly these people have a whole like incorrect experience, incorrect idea of what we're experiencing. You can't, you need to understand, like you need to, you need to, um, what's the word? Amplify what we're saying, not, not speak for us. Am I making sense? Because ultimately, <clears throat> because ultimately you're going to, you're going to prioritize your message over ours. And that is not what's supposed to be happening here. You're supposed to amplify our struggles and our experiences rather than speak for them. Because ultimate, otherwise you're just prioritizing yourself and what and whatever you're saying, and you're just putting yourself on 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 this higher pedestal and being like, yeah, this I'm speak I'm gonna speak for them because they are being oppressed and whatever. No 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 no. So you can't hear. You need to understand where you where where you lie in all of this. You need to stand in solidarity. You can't speak for these people. Am I making sense? Um, I don't even know how many white people are, are hearing this, but um. <clears throat> If you are, share this. I, I actually, I implore you, right? This is a more bigger thing, right? Hold on. <clears throat> My voice is doing a thing and I feel, I can feel it actively like disintegrating. My voice is disintegrating. It's getting a bit coarse, but whatever. If you hear this, right? And I, and I hope I've made sense. Please share this. All right. Share this. And make sure people understand this clearly, all right? Because I really do think there is potential within our generation, our as Gen Zs and all of this, I genuinely think there is potential for us specifically to just go in and, and make change. Because I've seen it happen in DSG, it, it happened. You know, they, they were just like, enough is enough. And they went and they did their thing, you know? And and while there is still so much work to do in in so many spaces, I feel like there is massive potential. And if white people actually got their shit together and understood, like just where things lie for them, we'd make a massive difference. All right, but we but you need as white people, you need to understand where you <clears throat> where you lie. So in all of this. You need to understand what your what your position is, what you need to do to help amplify and stand in solidarity. Because ultimately, it's not about you. It is absolutely not about you. If you start making this about you and being like, yeah, we're white people and we're here to help these black people. If you make it sound like that, then no, it is seriously not about you. You we you need to be there. Like we are we are these white people and we're here to stand with them. Because ultimately, this is kind of our struggle, unfortunately, and we need to fight out for our struggle. Because you won't, you won't understand what we're fighting for. You can hear it, you can listen to it, and you'll probably understand in 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 sort of a logical manner. But you will never, ever, ever connect with the experiences, the struggles, the emotional, the emotional experiences that we faced, the the mental experiences we faced. You will never, ever, ever understand that. 
because ultimately it's, you you can only you can only empathize with it you can there's there's absolutely no sort of connection for you to connect with that am i making sense my words i'm tripping over my words but so anyways if you are listening to this all right i i implore you to share this with people all right not just as a plugging way but genuinely i feel like okay i'm gonna i'm just gonna quickly say this i feel like sometimes i do make sense as for as much shit as, as i do say i do feel like i i'm making sense for once right because it's something i've been thinking about for such a long time if you are hearing this share this right tell people what i've just spoken about right because private school is where this starts and then it just goes on to life and these people go on to be ceos and they go on to like oh yeah we understand black people we're going to do our best and while you're absolutely doing nothing these people who who these people these 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 young white people who are in schools right now who don't understand what's imp- what these people are facing these experiences that black people are facing are going to go on to be ceos and 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 run companies and they're going to go in there and they're going to go into this into more oppressive systems and actively work against black people whether they think they are or not they're going to do it and unless they understand what they have to do they'll never understand it so i implore you this is just another resource there's so many resources out there for you to understand like what to do read books there, there are so many books out there from revolutionary people right and it's not a radical idea to say yeah white people are kind of being shitty to black people this is what you can do to do to do better so anyways share this right you're getting a private school experience from a private school person who was in private school (laughs) all right who is black who is black not was black excuse me and tell them like i've spoken about this and you can share this with them and tell them like hey if you if only though only if you feel like i've made sense and right i don't want to just like hype myself up but i'm trying to do this thing where i actually kind of uh, where i actually believe in myself and i do believe that i have actually said something that might actually connect with people because i know i can connect with people so if you and i know i will probably connect with a few people if they do listen to me just just talk just right you can even tell them like skip skip the first 10 minutes where les talks shit right just get to the just get to this part you can tell them that just listen to this part right because i do feel like i've connected with people and sometimes I, I don't think i get that through connect completely through the podcast which i'm trying to improve on but i do feel like i connect with people and i've connected with some people through this podcast uh, surprisingly given the way sometimes i talk in these in these episodes i just feel like i'm talking shit but um so like i i do know i do connect with people so please do share this um this isn't the end i still have quite a bit to say (laughs) um yeah maybe maybe and if you guys have questions you i'll i'll probably reactivate my social media in maybe a few days i don't know honestly um, but whenever I am on social media, it's garbage art, a at garbage art, G A R V A G E A R T. 
both on Instagram and social media. If you have any messages that you want to tell me, if you want to just message me, be like, hey, I listened to this and no, 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 and I think I and I think this, DM me. I I do get to my DMs eventually. I I I won't ignore you. Don't. I will get to your DM, but like. You know, just give me time. I don't always spend time on social media. But do DM me regardless. I do, I will read it. I can guarantee that I will read it. Just let me your thoughts. Just on everything. You know, even past episodes. You can give me your thoughts on it. I know I've gone on so long. I'll get back into this. But yeah, you can share this podcast. I, you know, because I don't have social media right now to promote this podcast. So please do it for me, guys. <laughs> you guys are my publicists now. But thank you again quickly before I do finish up on this um, for listening. It actually means so much to me that I could listen to people. And there are actually people who will listen, surprisingly, for all who've listened to all eight episodes, just who've actually listened to this. It's, it makes me smile, um, which I don't do a lot of these days, sadly, but it's, it's just what my life is currently. So... It really does mean a lot to me. And if you if you would share this, it would actually mean the world to me. Which cause I, I love connecting with people. It's it's one of the ways I do sort of just, you know, make things feel better for myself. Cause I don't know, I just sometimes think the world is shit and I feel like my for myself life kind of just has no purpose. Even though I know there is a purpose, and for myself I definitely know there is a purpose. Yeah, sometimes my head escapes me and I just feel like there's nothing to it but when i connect with people i just know for a second and i'm like i know i i've connected with this person on a personal level and i feel like i've spoken to them because ultimately that's that's how i connect with people mostly and it's it absolutely makes me like super happy when i connect with people so if you guys could do that um it would mean the world to me not you no, know, I I know it's a very generic term to use, but it really genuinely does like mean a lot to me. There's no other way for me to describe it. It 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 genuinely like uplifts me. Um, yeah, and uh, so yeah, thank you. Anyways, <laughs> let me finish up. Um, so yeah, so what I've been trying to say this whole episode is that. We are, we're probably going to go through our lives, our whole lives, facing oppression. It's it's just kind of the fact. But I don't want I don't want other young people, people younger than me, people currently, you know, going through high school and ending up in university and stuff, to face the same sort of oppression that you get. Because like we don't need to sugarcoat this, right? what black people face in these elite schools and these private schools and even just schools in general who, that are run by white people it is oppression it is oppression is not just a manifestation in more national terms it is not a manifestation in more global terms and more societal terms even in our schools where we spend our our basically our, the first 18 years of our lives Majority of our 18 years we spend in school, eight hours a day, eight hours a day, five times a week. And you have to face oppression every fucking day. Like that is torture. 
and it is oppression it is what it is it is and and you can be oppressed in so many ways if you're a woman you're going to be oppressed by the patriarchy if you're black you're going to be oppressed by white supremacy if you are gay you're going to be oppressed by homophobia and it happens in schools it, it's like we need to remember this like we see it happen on like these much larger scales like globally you see nationally you're like oh this you know these laws these homophobic laws and these 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 laws that perpetuate the patriarch and all of this right it happens in our schools too in in the code of conduct right the code of conduct is is just the law of the schools it'll happen in the code of conduct too and we need to be there as young people white black or whatever just fighting this and you need to understand where your position lies in all of this too because you're like even as a white woman right even as a white woman you are still a woman and you do f- still face the patriarchy but you do not experience it the same way a black woman does right in the same way black 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 men also face like oppression in schools too but you do not face the same oppression that black women do right we need to understand where our sort of it's not the oppression olympics but we need to at least understand how we're being oppressed differently because it's not the same and some might get the brunt of it more and that's kind of just how it is right now unfortunately but it doesn't need to be like this it can change and and that's kind of what that's kind of what we are like as young people we are so powerful right now i've never seen this much power in young people in my life and i thought like i kind of lost all hope in our generation sometimes i just see things i'm just like there's no fucking hope for this generation but there's so much potential in the last two, three weeks that I've seen from young people in my own spaces and just in general protesting and fighting these systems. There is so much we can do, but it it can start. It needs to start at school, too, because we're going to come out of school not understanding these things, not understanding how the world works, because the world will ultimately manifest itself in our schools, in our schools, too. And we can't ignore that. We need to remember that, too. High school too, I in in university too. Sorry, it won't just happen in in high school and primary and whatever. This happens in university too, <laughs> too, 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 too. Ugh, two cents podcast. <laughs> um, and we need to and we need to see how this we need to see how this all interconnects and we need to make sure that we 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 work against it. Because ultimately, even if you are not actively being part of it. You need to see the ways you perpetuate it. And you can't look at black women for being internally oppressed, or black people just in general for being, or just oppressed people. Let me just say this. You can't look at oppressed people for being internally oppressed and then understanding why didn't they do something earlier. Being internally oppressed and then figuring out you were internally oppressed is such a mind-fucking thing. It takes so much to recover from that. To look at the ways that you need to look back, it's like facing trauma, essentially because some people have had traumatic experiences and not understanding that it was traumatic and they and then you look back and suddenly you went oh shit that was fucking traumatic and i never understood that you thought it was just normal because it is because it's abuse mental abuse or whatever it is abuse it is abuse like i've been mentally abused myself and it's kind of like a similar experience to be mentally abused by someone just 
like when you start figuring figuring things out and like oh it didn't need to be that way it could have been so much better and i never realized that it's abuse that's what it is oppression oppression is abuse i'm sorry like i'm just i'm trying to uh, it's 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 ridiculous and we need to remember that we we don't need to be facing this and for and for for us to be fighting and to go oh, why didn't you do something earlier it takes so much to realize that you are being oppressed and how much of it manifested itself in different ways and then you and even then it takes so much energy and courage and you need to build up strength because this strength that we that oppressed oppressive oppressed 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 people build up doesn't just come from like when you say black women are so strong no 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 they, they it's not like they just this growth they, they just like you know are born being strong naturally you just need to build the strength up not because you want to but kind but because you have to because this world fucking sucks and it doesn't work and it works against black women and black people and all these oppressed people so it takes time and you can't just go oh why didn't you do anything earlier no 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 black men especially who will go to black women like oh but why didn't you guys protest earlier no 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 while they in their in their in their in their relaxed hair pulled to the side you know speaking like they come from the northern they come from the western cape in cape town sounding like a butt going like oh why didn't these black women do anything earlier i'm a black man and i'm not and i don't feel like i need to do anything my school is fine no fuck you bro you are internally oppressed and you need to work on yourself too in case you under in case you didn't get that you need to work on yourself too and realize the ways that you are also internally oppressed and it's fine like i won't i'm not going to shit on you for being internally oppressed but when you do when you go onto other internally oppressed people and go oh, why didn't you do anything mm, now that's where you've like a little, crossed the line a little bit you know but yeah <clears throat> there's so much we need to do like where we need to start as young people i know some people here are like 16 17 and you're like you know you're finishing high school and you're in the next two three years of finishing high school trust me in those two three years you can make a difference best believe me i've seen some shit change within within two three years if you even if you're in grade 11 you feel like oh my matric year is going to be so crazy how am i going to do you will do it believe me i've seen it happen and you can and you will do it not because you and you will and, and i'm not going to say you will do it because you i'm forcing you to but if you really do think that you if you really just sit there and just say, oh no, this is so impossible. How are we going to, you can, and you will, if you put yourself to it and you remain strong, because ultimately you've built up strength. And if you remain strong in all of this, you can, and you will do it. I'm not saying, oh, maybe you could, I am saying you will, because it is possible. I'm saying you will, because it is possible. All right. This goes for everyone. This, and I, I know I'm speaking in school terms, but this goes for so much bigger too. It's like this. It's like this whole season has come full circle because it's kind of what I spoke about in in episode one and how youth people, young people, youth people, young people engage with social issues. We can start in school and it can grow so much bigger. The big difference we can make around the world and the country. There's so much we can do. 
but if we we can start in our schools and we can start in our schools and we can start in these places where we essentially grew up and had to learn about the world and had to learn about the different aspects of life and how we engage socially we started we started socially engaging in schools we started socially engaging in in <clears throat> we started social we started engaging with information in schools we started engaging with so much aspects of our lives that ultimately come to us later in our adult lives in schools like when people say school has school is like <laughs> like you like school like you know adults constantly tell us this thing like oh what you learn in school you're going to need it for the rest of our world and for the rest of your life in your adult life no 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 yeah and if you learn to fight oppressive systems now in school you will teach yourself later a bit later in life as when you grow up that you can fight bigger and much more powerful oppressive systems too yeah anyways <laughs> man i'm so sad this is ending kind of want to talk on forever but i'm not going to do that um yeah I know I didn't really speak about the experience overall, but it's a I I kind of covered it. I wanted to give context to a much bigger conversation that needed to be had, um, or that had to be had. Oh, English, as I said, English is confused. It doesn't. <laughs> oh man, I do think about that sentence every once in a while. Just English is confused. Oh, <laughs> uh, because it really is. English is confused. Doesn't know what it wants to be. What it wants to be. English just stole a bunch of words from different languages and made it and just yeah there's English for you. <clears throat> oh colonization. Colonization, colonization, colonization. Um yeah, anyways, that's that man. That's the end of this episode. Or well, this topic. Um and yeah. Maybe I'll go a bit more in depth and just more personal experiences and I'll get other people to co- to come on and speak about their experiences in private school, you know, just to sort of we can we can have more sort of we can we can gain different perspectives. Um you know, so it's just not it's not just me ranting for an hour. Um yeah, I I I definitely think we I definitely think it'd be it'd be better that way. Maybe in a future episode I'll do that. No, I will do that. I'll I'll, I'll put a note down. Um but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm trying to use my brain real quick. But yeah, thank you for listening and thank you for engaging and I hope you've learned something. Um Please do share this again. Please do share it. I don't have social media right now to plug my own podcast, so I'm relying on you guys. <laughs> um, please don't feel like I don't want to guilt trip you into doing this. Please, if you feel like you absolutely do not want to, don't do it. Just don't feel like you need to. Um, but I'm just encouraging you. I'm trying to do this thing where I encourage myself to believe in myself and to 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 tell people to tell myself. What I do, what, okay, English. I've been doing this thing lately where I, I, I've been trying to tell myself that it's okay to promote yourself. Um, 
which is weird for me because again I don't, I've said this probably however many times at this point I don't really know how to pl- like promote myself or convince people that what I do is good you know because it's because it's like I know I have this talent for speaking and I and engaging with people but it's like I don't want to promote that you know I don't like promoting things that I do I want to f- I want people to naturally engage with it rather than like me going into your face and be like, hey, I'm going to tell you why I am good at this thing and why you need to engage with it. It's, not, it's never been my thing, but I'm trying to encourage it more. So, yeah, I do believe that I do have this talent and I want to promote to you guys that that I do have this talent and I want to promote to you guys that you should promote this to other people. <laughs> mm. But yeah. Um, this is probably my most like, um, important episode of this. I know like, not like on a personal experience, but just overall, I'm thinking of everything and it's probably just a really important as like episode for me to engage with. Cause I'm, I'm thinking back to that very first episode where things kind of just felt off the rails and in eight weeks, in eight weeks, things have improved so much. So yeah. I'm sorry, I was supposed to... I haven't cut yet. I'll cut just now. But yeah, crazy, crazy, crazy. Man, the world's crazy, man. (laughs) Uh. Yeah, Mm, okay, so... (laughs) I'm sorry, I... You can hear my voice is gone. I'm so I'm so sorry you guys have had to listen to all of that. I just quickly listened to the end of the podcast just just or that last part just to hear what it sounded like. And I sounds like I've just woken up, just like uh hey dude, like yeah. I just sound like this. And sometimes it happens when I just talk for ages and I don't really have anything to say. Um or anything to drink. And then my voice disintegrates. It's what my voice sounds like in meetings too. <laughs> Um, yeah, but anyways, thank you guys for listening. Thank you just so, so much. Um, I never really get like to experience, like not experience, express gratitude for a lot of things. Not necessarily because I like, because I don't deserve it or whatever, or I don't like ever do anything that deserves to express that whatever. Um, but it's just not like, it's, it's very rare for me to like, it's it's probably like the very first time I've ever like fully engaged with people and had time like sort of I've 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 had I've I've uh words <laughs> I spent so much of the last like few weeks like just really thinking about like I've just been engaging with people and some you know well, I really do have a small audience. I do f- genuinely think like I've I've connected with some of you, which is fantastic because some of you have told me so. <laughs> um, so it's like yeah, which is like dope. So thank you for engaging. Um, it means the world to me. Um, yeah, I I don't know how to express gratitude this this much, but I I don't know how to express my gratitude. But thank you, thank you so much um yeah i will be back in about four weeks maybe please don't count on four weeks it will either be three weeks or five weeks but that's why i put it four weeks because it probably will it might be four weeks all right so just expect between the next three to five not no 
yeah, between the next th- three to five weeks, I will come back. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, I will come back. Um, and uh, with a new format of me just coming every week and just talking. Uh, and I'll change it up and see how I can structure things just to make it feel slightly better and more listenable. And uh, yeah, hopefully... Hopefully this podcast grows because another thing that I've had to tell myself is it's okay for things to grow. <laughs> I know it's so weird. I know these these little ideas that I know that are okay, I've had to be okay with for myself because I'll tell these things a lot to people and I, at some point I've just, I need to accept it for myself too. Um, again, this is just the, the, the personal problems podcast, but I just need to engage with this idea for myself too, that it's okay for things to just grow. Um, cause it's, yeah, it's, it's okay for things to take time to, cause I've never said this before. Um, but being a climate activist has really like warped my perception of time because constantly I feel like, dude, I don't have five years to do this thing. Climate change is going to like beat the shit out of us in the next 10 years. And I just like, there's no time for me to do anything because climate change is going to come in and just fucking swoop over that, which is true. But I, I think I just put a bit too much pressure on myself with that idea. So I'm, I'm trying to be easy with myself just find the balance and try and understand my perception of time because ultimately things are so fucked. <laughs> things are so fucked, but hey, it's it's okay. One day at a time, we will get climate justice and I just need to take care of myself. Um, I just need to remember that, that sometimes it's okay. Because once you, once you engage with climate change, man, it's it fucks with you, dude, because climate change is... Maybe, maybe I'll do like a, a bonus episode on climate change. I was kind of planning on it, but I was like, uh, maybe not. I'll just leave it one day. Um, but maybe I'll just spend time just talking about climate change and cover as much as I can in an hour, maybe two hours. Because dude, climate, like one of my friends asked me a while ago, like just like to explain to them how, like how bad climate change is because they felt like they didn't understand it enough <laughs> i was like okay i did i try to do my best in 10 minutes to understand to explain the, the 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 gravity of the situation and i couldn't I, I i did my best but it just wasn't enough when i listened i was like there's so much to this you will you won't truly understand in a 13 minute voice note how fucked we are if we don't do anything about climate change and quickly but anyways that's enough <laughs> um yeah, just a last thank you to me. Um, and I will see you guys in three to five weeks. So four weeks time. <laughs> um, thank you and goodbye to all of you. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> goodbye.